Welcome to Crack the Customer Code, where your hosts, Jeannie and Adam, unlock the secrets to keeping your customers happy and coming back for more. Adam, how do I know you're not a robot? That is a good question. <laughs> um, I'm not sure. You could ask my wife, but she might actually report that I am, <laughs> at least in certain discussions. <laughs> so, I, I don't know, Jeannie. I think you're going to just have to live with the uncertainty. Oh, man, that's a really creepy answer. Um, <laughs> so, <laughs> but the thing is, it's getting it's getting more difficult, isn't it, to distinguish between these really smart bots we have and the way that they can now have some natural language processing and artificial intelligence and all of these things. Well, thank you, Jeannie. I appreciate that. You could have called <laughs> me a dumb bot. At least you called me a smart bot. That's okay. I can live with that. <laughs> uh, but it feels like it feels like they're popping up all these chat bots in different places. And we've talked a little bit about them in places like uh, the hospitality industry and how they're really serving a need there. But now they're talking about popping up in other places. And so, you know, I thought we could talk about that. Where will we see them? Are they going to be everywhere? And should they be? Uh, so the answer is yes and context sensitive. I don't know. <laughs> so yes. Yeah, so and they, nuance. <laughs> yeah. So they are going to be everywhere. Uh, the only question is how long and at what scale Mm -hmm. Right. It's just mm -hmm. a question of time, I think, for many industries. They are going to basically be everywhere. And for one reason, they'll be on your phone, right? They'll mm -hmm. be in so many different things that everybody uses. I mean, well, and you don't have to download an app. I mean, you right. can, there are all these different ways to use them. So you can go through traditional messaging like Facebook private messaging um, or even text or these different things that they can. They can provide you with this kind of expertise and this experience without much work on your end as the customer. Right. Or they'll be part of the existing app, you know, or like mm -hmm. an a Amazon. You probably won't, you probably won't leave the Amazon app. It'll just boom, 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 right, right there right. or whatever. And I'm just making that one up. But yeah, they're going to, I mean, it's going to, it's just going to be seamless in so many cases. And it'll, you know, it'll start with the companies that have the resources and have the ability to deploy it, of course. But, you know, we'll see what we always see, which is the third party vendors, which they're already doing it. I mean, you and I go to these conferences, we see them, the vendors are out there doing these, uh, creating this software, creating these bots that anyone can use. Right. And license, right. You don't have to be at the scale of Amazon or Google or Facebook to do it. Right. And that speed of scale is happening pretty quickly. And I was thinking, because one of the things we were talking about was this article that really discussed uh, chatbots and restaurants and kind of the potential there and how instead of like at a crowded bar, if you're waiting for a table or something, what about using a bot to order what you're going to have when you sit down? And then the bot can actually tell you like, these wines would go great with that. And it's kind of removing a lot of the obstacles. Now, at the same time, the bot may not be able to handle if you said something like, I have a very specific aller food allergy to this kind of, you know, nut or something, that might be a little too much for the bot, but standard ordering, that could really work well in restaurants. And once I started thinking about that, I was like, think about where the pain of either going in or calling right now, like we, 
you know, millennials and Gen Z, they hate calling people, so they're not going to. <laughs> so I was thinking of my own, you know, urban life here in Chicago and how now when you uh, park at a what would have been a parking meter, you actually use an app and you say, this is... Oh my gosh, I had that this weekend. It was so annoying because I was not in a town where I lived, mm-hmm. so I didn't have the app. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's you. You are exactly, you're reading my mind. That's exactly what I was going to say was that if you have the app and it's something you use every day, it's great. But if you're in a situation where you don't want to download the app, you don't want to do all this, but you still want to know, like... How can I extend my parking there if, if you're tied up and you can't get back to the machine or something? So that just occurred to me as like, that might be a great way to use chatbots in the future because of exactly what you just brought up. If you are not living in the municipality, yes. the, <laughs> the, town, the town, <laughs> yes, the town. that, that uh, you know, has that app, it's a giant pain. Yeah, hundred percent. And I mean, you know, we talked about sort of the timing of this, right? It, mm-hmm. The timing is going to be based on one resources and two efficacy, right? How mm-hmm. good is the bot? What can it replace? What can it be used for? And mm-hmm. obviously we know that there's going to be a cap, uh, certainly in any foreseeable future as to the types of uh, interactions that a bot can handle, right? It's mm-hmm. going to have to be the more rote stuff, the more sort of, uh, if you put in A, you get B type answers. You can't be like, uh, could you explain to me the uh, reasons for the decline of the Roman Empire? And I would like light mushrooms, please. Thank you. Right. Right? It's not going to know what to do. It's going to freak out. Not that your uh, server would know how to answer that, but still they would at least know the question wasn't relevant. Right. 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 So, I mean, there's going to be some sort of weird stuff as it shakes out, but Mm -hmm. I think we're going to, so I met somebody this weekend. Uh, This was the night before my parking, uh, my parking fun. And I met the first person that I've met directly who said, yes, they're testing robots uh, to take over what I do. Wow. I mean, she literally said, I am hoping the test fails. Oh my gosh. Um, No pressure. Yeah. It was really interesting. I I mean, scary for that person, obviously. Um, But yeah, Yeah. I mean, they literally, um, I won't say what she did. I don't want to get too personal, but yeah, Yeah. for what she does, they're literally, it's a big company. There's a lot of them throughout the country and they're testing a robot Mm -hmm. to see if they can do it. Now that's a little different than a chat bot specifically, but it's the same principle. It is finding those different types of transactions and interactions that can be really rote. And I think there's almost no way and that's why you, when you said, are they going to be everywhere? The answer was yes. Mm-hmm. Uh, because mm-hmm. I think there's no way that we don't head there. Uh, the, oh, the, I totally the, agree. The scale and the efficiency of doing so, especially as it improves, it's just going to be too great for any company to ignore. And But here's the thing. like Right now, I think we're seeing them in contact centers. Um, we're seeing them in this, the hospitality industry. We're seeing them in these very specific kind of places but they're getting better and better. And that natural language processing is very, very powerful. So that's what is happening like with the Alexas of the world and the Google Home and things like that. I mean, it's impressive what they can come up with, right? So that's all going to continue. But the other thing that I would encourage folks to think about is that it's not just the one job or the one role of replacing. It's how does this fit in to the journey. And what does this mean? What human controls do we need to put in? And for example, in that restaurant 
example that we talked about. Well, if everybody's ordering by the bot and the bot is telling them like, your table will be ready in 20 minutes and 40 minutes, that could cause a huge problem in the kitchen, <laughs> right? right. Like, <laughs> or they could be like, well, we're out of everything. <laughs> and so you have to think about all of those pieces that go together to create the experience and not just that one specific task at hand or that one specific job to do. Um, it really is, again, something we say all the time. It's about the entire journey. It's not just about that one thing. And so that's where I see, I bet we're going to take two steps forward, one step back, two steps forward, one step back with that type of stuff as these things, as the chatbots are rolled out in these different industries and in these different places. 100%. And first of all, inevitable that somebody will go for the the margins mm-hmm. at, the expense of, at the expense of experience, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, it's, it's going to happen. The margins yep. are going to be too attractive and they're going to just like offshoring mm-hmm. to somewhere where the offshoring is not good. Right. Right. Or to, right. I mean, this has happened and many companies ended up bringing uh, contact centers back mm-hmm. or moving them to other countries that were better suited, that, mm-hmm. you know, not just the cheapest alternative. And I th- we're going to see that with this. And, you know, one thing. So I uh, when I was young, I was taught uh, basic programming. Uh, anybody who knows computers will know how mm-hmm. old that makes me. <laughs> uh, but there's a very important rule in computing. It's called garbage in, garbage out. Mm-hmm. Right. Yep. And that's the thing with your restaurant example, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, our human assets are only as good as the, you know, intelligence and the um, information they have. Mm-hmm. The difference is most of them, hopefully, <laughs> have the judgment to know they don't have the right information, right? Or to know the information is off, or to look around and not just spew back the information they have, right? They mm-hmm. go, "Oh, the wait." It's a computer here is saying the wait's fifteen minutes. Um, the line is two blocks long. Right. <laughs> Let me check on that with my manager. Right. 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 The, so I, there's going to be a lot of that kind of stuff shaking out. And by the way, I, I have to throw this in because this was hilarious. I mean, there's a million memes out there. This one was great. I saw this the other day. It said, just ask Siri, uh, see if I get it right. Surely, surely it's not going to rain today. She said, <laughs> it will. And don't call me Shirley. Oh, then, my gosh. Then I said, forgot to take my phone off airplane mode. Oh my gosh, that's How hilarious! Is that? I know that's a generate. All right, for the, for you younger folks, that is a generational <laughs> joke. Everyone in my generation, our generation, understands it. Yes, uh, classic really movie, funny. airplane. See it; it's worth it. Yes, um, but yes. yeah, I mean, I think we're really looking. You know, it's going to be a brave new world. We've talked mm-hmm. about this before. Uh, it's you know, it's interesting that we're having this conversation today. It was just trending on LinkedIn. The fact that robots are doing the news. Now, I think we may have talked about mm-hmm. this in like episode three or like yep. a long time ago. Yeah. Right. But that's that trend has continued. Mm-hmm. You know, right. Uh, bots are doing the news. Now, are they reporting on, you know, the the latest uh, intelligence gathering operation in country X? No. Right. What they're doing is they're doing annual reports. Mm-hmm. Right. And all these things that are very rote that take up. And in theory, you know, according to like the journal, they're freeing up time for yep. reporters to do the human work that instead of compiling these very rote kind mm-hmm. of, okay, Q4 earnings were, you know, blah, 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 right? Yeah. And that's uh, the power. That's yeah. the power of these 
tools is that it does free up the humans for what should be the human work. But we just have to make sure, to your point, that the margins don't win completely because then there are no humans <laughs> left. Don't forget the humans, Jeannie. <laughs> what, do you, what do you always say about the robots taking over? <laughs> I don't know. I say they'll, a lot of things. They'll become self-aware. Self-aware, yes. They will yes. become self-aware. Yes. So that's a, that's a whole different discussion. Jeannie. So I think we should, you know, wrap this up by saying future robot overlords. <laughs> like we are, <laughs> we're so grateful to, <laughs> for all you do. <laughs> yes. We really appreciate you. And, <laughs> and speaking of that, we appreciate you listeners for being here with us on crack the customer code. If you haven't yet subscribed, please go ahead and do so. We love ratings and reviews as well. So keep those coming. We appreciate you spending your valuable time with us. I'm Jeannie Walters. You can learn more about my training, workshop, keynote, writing, all sorts of stuff at experienceinvestigators.com. You know who else loves ratings and reviews, Jeannie? Who else? The robots <laughs> that decide who goes on the front page of iTunes. Just saying. Oh, good it's, point. Good it's point. all about the bots now. Well, I am Adam Deporek, and I am not yet a bot, but maybe one day. And you can learn more about me and our customer service workshops and training at customersatstick.com. Until next time, take care of yourself. And take care of your customers. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.